Today on the show, a naked drunk guy in a cornfield, some guy in Florida tossing raw meat on cars. Toss that meat. A $1 million golden toilet seat. And the Steelers start the season 0-2. We will get deep into Steelers' Facebook comments on the show. Deep Deep as a naked guy in a cornfield deeper. (laughs) All right. Enjoy the show, friends. The Mikey and Bob Podcast. And we're off. Welcome to the show, friends. It's uh, Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the morning freak show. I think we're going to have... Oh, oh, did you hear that? I oh. think we're going to have a problem here. My microphone's broken. Look. Oh, that sounds great. I, <laughs> hold on, though. That sounds good. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, it's no. gone limp. Oh, no. All right, so... Oh, Jesus, God. Are you serious? What? I, have, I mean, can we go home? What happened can to we this just place? Go home? Can we just go home? I don't know. All right. So for those people who obviously can't see us right now and you're listening to us on the radio, um, like the microphones we use in the studio, they have this big arm on them that comes like out of our table here, right, where the controls are. So this big, almost like a mechanical arm holds the microphone, right? Yeah. So I have the ability to like move the microphone around. If I'm going over here, I can move the microphone here. Well, I think it's done that way so nothing's blocking your hands because you run the board over there too. So you can use your hands without having a microphone like right, right. in your yes. hand area. Right, yes. Yeah, so the microphone almost floats over the controls, right? Not today. Uh, now the, it appears that the arm is broken. All right, we got to fix this because the microphone's all over the place. <laughs> It's, how do we? It, what happened here? How does this, this happen? Come? I don't know. I don't know what's like, How does this happen? All right, hold on. There has to be a way to like tighten this up or something like that. We need to figure this out because I don't think. All right, hold on. If I tighten it up here, what? We'll... Oh, that didn't work. No. Oh, come on, man. It's gone limp. No, there's got to be a way to fix it. What broke? What's that that side's completely missing on no, this. What's that piece? That That's piece. the piece. Hold on. Did a piece fall off? No, there's nothing over here. That looks important. Whatever oh that God, is. Do you hear my microphone? Yeah, it sounds like ass. I don't know if ass sounds like that. But... Squeaky ass. All right, hold on. Now i got to take my headphones off. A oh, screechy, this... a screechy, squeaky ass. What no, there's, dude, there's here? nothing over here. Honestly, there's nothing over here. I know, I see it right there. Let me tighten this up. I don't think it's going to matter. No. All right, what happened, though? I need to oh, my God. fix my microphone. Oh, no. Can I use another microphone? Oh, here, you want to use mine? No, I don't want to use yours. I can go down there, maybe. Do those uh, microphones even work? No, because your microphone probably won't even reach over here. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Nope. I think I found the sweet spot. Hold on. It just gotta can we get stay. duct tape? It's got to stay right there the whole show. <laughs> I feel like, Do not yeah. move it. I feel like, yes, we do need duct tape. Don't bump it with feel, your face or right, anything. If we duct tape the entire microphone arm, will it work then? I think we need to. I think so, maybe. All I right, hold on. Hold on, real quick. I'm going to move my microphone. Don't. But here's the problem. I have to move my microphone up because I'm tall. So I, it can't, my microphone can't be like down here this low. I, I'm tall. I got to raise it up a little bit. Oh, I think I fixed it. Let me just raise it up. Give it a little scoot. Moment little of truth. Scoot. And let's see if it... it Gentle once I, hands. When I raise it up, it's got to stay in this position, right? Baby it can't, steps. It can't fall back down towards the controls. All right, here we go. Smooth. All right, here we go. That sounds great. It does sound good. Sounds great. All right. Nice. Right here. All right. Right here is where I need the mic. Let it go. Right. Let it go. Oh. oh, come on, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. We got a limp microphone. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I found another thing I can maybe tighten. In. What? Nope. That's not it. All right. What happened out? What happened, what happened here? Here? This here? I don't know. I don't know. 
How do people just break things? And then, I, I don't then, know. Then they just leave for the weekend or what? I don't know what happened to the microphone, but it's it's broken. It's like, oh, Mike and Bob won't need a microphone. Oh, the main microphone? No, they won't need it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I just want to go home right now, man. Dude, I just want to go home. Oh, no. I just, I just want to go home. You know what else? You know what I can't stop thinking of huh. right now? What? I have jury duty this week. Oh, no. Like, I'm not sure if I if I have to miss a show, but on Wednesday evening, I have to do the jury duty call. So I might have jury duty this week. And I, that's all I'm thinking about. I have, like, jury duty anxiety. How don't they know until the I day of, like, at... I don't know. Like, what do you got call it? Like four o'clock or five o'clock? It's like or some five crap? o'clock. So then, like, you don't know. You can't tell me before that point if you need me or not. Like, I'd feel better if they were just like, "Yeah, we're gonna need you Thursday." But I don't even get that. You gotta wait till Wednesday evening and then call. So then we have to figure out: okay, are we actually gonna be here Thursday to do a show, or are we gonna have to do a jury duty show? Because it's just bothering. It's going to bother me all week. I wish I could just get it. It's like when you know you have to go to the dentist or something, or you have to go to the doctor or something like that, and you just your appointment's later in the week, and you're going to be thinking about it all week, and damn, microphone's broke. What if you cup, like, under your microphone and hold it? I have it pointed, like, up right now. I think this is what's going to work today, maybe. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Hold on. No, no, don't. I think I got it. I think I got it. Hold on. Oh, my God. All right. If it just move it, if it just stays right there, if I don't touch it, if it just, but I have to touch it, though. I have to touch it. I have to move it. It seems like it's up a little bit high, right? All right. So, yeah, right now, I just can't touch it. All right. Watch my hands. I can't touch the microphone. All show now. I got to leave it alone. Hands off. Uh, all right. I'm, oh, God. Oh, God. There goes my You can't touch it, man. I you know. I have it. to touch it, though. That's how I operate. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Listen. We're going gonna... <laughs> to have a problem with my microphone today. There's going to be a lot of squeaking on the show. We're probably going to get angry because my microphone's not properly working. All right. But <laughs> we're just going to have to deal with it. Oh, my God. Uh, did you? <laughs> you see this tweet we got here from uh, Rebecca over the weekend? I love our listeners, man. So special. She was at the zoo and sent us a picture of, we'll just call it a giraffe that was ready for lovemaking, okay? Oh, yeah. A giraffe ready for lovemaking. She takes a picture. I was at the zoo, and this giraffe really wanted to get some and took a picture of two giraffes. Uh, right? And one is definitely ready for lovemaking. Oh, I would say more than ready. Right? So I just, I love that she goes to the zoo, she sees a giraffe that's ready for love, and just takes a picture and just goes, I know two guys who are going to love this. <laughs> and we do. Uh, listen, we've watched giraffe mating before. Oh, yeah. We did this during the show. Uh and let me tell everybody a little bit about giraffe mating. First of all, it doesn't last very long. But watching giraffe mating for the first time is like seeing a scary movie. Okay? Like when you see a scary movie and you get scared at like a, like a jump scare or something like that, it's not going to get you again. It's only one time. So if you go see a scary movie, wow, somebody, wow, 
you know, you know what's coming. A jump scare part, it gets you. Yeah, it'll get you the first time, but if you see that movie again, it won't get you. So, giraffe mating is just like a scary movie. The first time you see giraffe mating, it it you are not expecting it to be as fast and aggressive as it is, right? And then anytime after you see it, you already know what to expect. So it's like seeing a, a scene out of a scary movie that you know is coming. The first time you see it, your natural reaction the first time is always going to be your best. And if you're wondering, giraffe mating could be in any scary movie that you've ever seen. Uh, right. So here uh, was the first time that we actually both experienced giraffe mating on the show. Giraffe mating. All right. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, wow. We are doing a radio show right now and not even paying attention to it because oh, we're just boy. watching giraffes mate on the Internet. Uh-oh. It's game time. I'm, I'm watching two giraffes just standing there. Their little tails are shaking. How cool are giraffe tails, too? They got the little fun streamers on the end oh, of them. Yeah. That's not. Oh, oh my God! Whoa! Whoa! I mean, that was aggressive. That was just. Is that it? Is it over? That was it. That took all of three seconds. Wow! See, that was the first time we ever experienced giraffe mating, and it, we will never have that reaction again because we know what to expect. So, if you ever watch a giraffe mating video, yeah, make sure you capture your reaction because it's like seeing a scary movie and like a jump scare. You'll never be as stunned and scared by it again as you were the first time you saw it. Oh God, man! Don't touch it. Uh, yeah. Just let it be. I can't. It's laying on the controls. <laughs> My microphone is literally laying on the controls right now, man. You can't tell me not to touch it. I got to touch it. That's how I operate. That's how I do the show. I have to move the microphone around. Man, I'm going to throw this damn thing through the window today. Uh, Steelers, uh, you know, all right. Okay. Like, it's early still, but, uh Man, come on. Uh, Steelers lose second game of the season to the Seahawks, 28-26. Uh, to 26. Uh, Here is Coach Tomlin on starting the season 0-2. We understand the position we're in. We understand the negativity that comes with it. Uh, we better absorb it. Uh, we better get singly focused and, and get better for our next opportunity, control the things that we can control. That's what we intend to do. But today, you know, it's painful, as it should be. Uh, yeah, Steelers start 0-2, and... Uh, the injuries could be the worst part about the whole game. They, they could be even worse than actually the loss. Uh, ben got hurt. He didn't play the entire second half. Mm-hmm. James Conner got hurt at some point. Here's Coach Tomlin on the injuries. Ben had an elbow injury to his right elbow. It's being evaluated. He wasn't able to return. Vince Williams got a hamstring injury. He wasn't able to return. James Conner's knee is being evaluated. Chicolo has got plantar fasciitis of foot. Sure. And Sean Davis got a shoulder injury All right. that's being evaluated. We lost a number of guys in this game, uh, but that wasn't the reason why we didn't win this game. We were fully capable with the guys that were on the field. We didn't make enough plays, to be quite honest with you. We didn't play clean enough, particularly in some moments. And that's why we lost the game. We had our chances, not because of the injury. Uh, we got to get better. You know, Mason Rudolph wasn't that bad, though, right? No, he wasn't bad. He came in, threw for uh, two touchdowns, had an interception, but the interception wasn't his fault. It was uh, Dante Moncrief's fault, which he uh, came in as a free agent wide receiver. and <laughs> Doesn't catch anything? I don't know. I don't know if there's ever been a player who has played just two games and everybody like just wants him benched and out of town so fast is Dante Moncrief. He has done nothing but screw up for two straight games now. And this this was the guy who was supposed to help. 
you know, ease the burden like the of big, losing Antonio Brown, right? The big signing, yeah. Like, all right, if people are going to double-team Juju now, we got this Dante Moncrief guy. He's been in the league for a little while. He'll be the guy, and then we'll have, where's James Washington? Was it? Remember that dude? What happened to that guy? He tore up preseason. <laughs> That's what shows you right there that preseason doesn't matter at all. Where did that guy even go? Has, he, has one thing happened with him this year? James Washington, the wide receiver? Was it supposed to be his year? His time? Yeah, it uh, was. I mean, a, yeah. It's early, though. It's yeah. early. Uh, Mason Rudolph, though, Coach Tomlin was asked if they changed the offense for Mason Rudolph uh, at halftime. We didn't change the offense for him. Uh, Mason's capable, man. He's been a part of this thing. He's the backup quarterback. Uh, we're capable of functioning in a very normal manner when he's in there, and we did. So I guess that might be the shining of the turd if Ben is hurt for an extended period of time. It looks like Mason Rudolph could be a capable NFL quarterback. Here is Coach Tomlin on Mason Rudolph's performance. You know, we none of us did enough to win. And so I'm not ready to comb through it in those ways. Um, I, I like some of the things he displayed, his communication, um, his grit. Um, but we got to find a way to win a football game. And we weren't able to do that today. Yeah, so the Steelers start 0-2. They lose at home, the home opener to the Seahawks, 28-26. Uh, to Vance McDonald had two touchdowns. Russell Wilson for the Seahawks kind of carved the uh, – Steelers defense up. I thought the defense was going to be good this year. I did. Like I thought, like the I thought the offense would have its struggles, but I thought everybody was underrating the Steelers defense. And I thought with the free agent signings, get you know moving up to draft Bush, I'm like they got they got a squad now. They got a squad. Like maybe maybe they're just learning. It'll take them a little bit of time. But after two games, woof. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. All right, you uh, get Steelers Facebook comments. Hell yeah, I did. Uh, what are we at as far as the naked streak goes, Bob? What show is this? Uh, this will be 141. It's incredible, right? Hell yeah. I never thought we would get to this point. I know. For the 141st straight show, it is time for a naked story. Here we go. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. All right, this naked story, uh, real quick, out of Indiana. It has to do with the drunk guy. He's got some beers on him and a cornfield, right? Okay, follow along with this because I believe the news anchor can't even report this without laughing, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yes. In Northwest Indiana say they tried to stop a naked man who was walking down the street. But lost him in a cornfield. Yeah. This happened in Lake. This happened in Lake County. You've got this. I love how the co-anchor is giving him the support he needs. Like you got this. You can get through this story about a naked man in a cornfield. So there was a drunk naked guy who the the uh, police were looking for. Yeah. And he went into a cornfield, and they legit lost the guy. Police say the man was wearing a hat. The rest of him was naked, and he was carrying beer as he ran down the road. (laughs) Firefighters did bring out a drone for the search. (laughs) They're searching for a completely naked man who was just wearing a hat, carrying beer, drunk in a cornfield. But they couldn't find the guy once he got lost in the corn. Good job. Proud of you. Hey, I just report the news. That's all I'm trying to do. So he just had a hat on and a thing of beer. Just, okay. Let's just move on. <laughs> it's like some type of drunk uncle field of dreams. <laughs> you think Instead that of baseball, he just disappears with his two beers in his hands. Do you think there were voices calling him into the cornfield? <laughs> Butt-ass naked. If you take your pants off. 
You think that's what it was? You think it was a field of dream scenario oh, where yeah. the cornfield was calling him? Hey, beer's in here. <laughs> you want more beer? Plenty of beer in here. The password is naked with a hat on. <laughs> Wait, what? Who the hell? What the hell is well, I'm hearing voices. Who, who is it? Take your pants off. What the hell? Who is it? Who's there? Plenty of beers in here, Rick. <laughs> Just pull those pants off. It's got to be Rick, doesn't it? Right? The dr- a drunk naked guy Rick. only wearing a hat going oh, yeah. into a cornfield. Carrying beers. Take those pants off, Rick. How the hell you know my name? <laughs> We're waiting for you, Rick. <laughs> you're drunk and naked. Of course you're Rick. <laughs> it is a naked person making the show once again. The Mikey and Bob Podcast. Uh, you can listen to us, of course, every morning live on the free iHeartRadio app, 6 to 10 a.m. If you miss any of the show, our Mikey and Bob podcast. It's the show without the songs, without the commercials. Mikey and Bob podcast every day on the uh, the free iHeartRadio app. So what happened this morning, Bob? Because here's what usually happens. Uh, we have a bunch of uh, sheets that Bob <laughs> prints out every day that has uh, different things we have to read and uh, different information for the show and everything. So a lot of times Bob in the morning will print out like 10 to 15 different sheets in the morning uh, and we'll have them ready for 6 a.m. Um, where Where is the sheets at today? What happened here? Uh, when I first came in, I noticed the printer was out of paper. So I go and put paper in the printer. Okay. And go back to my desk in our little office there, go to print normal stuff, getting... An error saying, like, the printer's out of paper, won't feed paper. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Dude, somebody, I don't know who. Here it comes. Somebody in our office is just a mon- They were printing MapQuest, like, directions. <laughs> MapQuest? Do you remember MapQuest, like, before, like, any navigation or anything on your phone? or? I think you have to, I think we have to actually explain what MapQuest is. Like, before any cars had, like, real navigation. Yeah, no GPS. No, no GPS, anything. or, like, your phone had, like, maps or anything on it. There would, you'd go to a website, and you'd type in, like, you're, where you're at, where you want to go, and it would give you turn-by-turn directions that you'd have right. to read as you're driving. You would print out the directions. So it was like it was better than an actual map where you had to read like a map. It was called MapQuest, and it would give you like, all right, here's the 15 steps you oh need my God. to get from point A to point B. Hold on. Somebody in... It's like 20 <laughs> pages at a time <laughs> Who because there's you? like 55 steps to get to... The middle of West Virginia, wherever this person wanted to go. Who is using MapQuest in 2019? I don't know. And the person <laughs> didn't realize, like, hey, the the printer's out of paper. Let me just keep hitting print here. Oh, so they kept printing oh directions. to, And it was to the middle of West Virginia? Yeah. Do you yeah. know where it was? Look up the address. Let's see if we can yeah, find out no the clue. let's see if we can find out the culprit. Oh, you don't care that much, do you? No, I really don't. All right. Well, oh my god, it's the worst. <laughs> just I, I mean, feel, I'm sure this happens in like every office. There's no, some... it shouldn't though. I feel uncomfortable that we work with someone who's, who's using, using it. That's using MapQuest in 2019. I no longer feel comfortable at work here. We work with a crazy person, and who doesn't know how to use a printer? <laughs> and my micro- who just destroys a printer? And my microphone's broken and leaves. <laughs> oh God, there it goes again. 
The damn microphone's broken. It's got to be the same person doing all these things. <laughs> you think somebody's sabotaging us? Let's combo them together. All right, let's get to uh, Today in Freak Show history right now. Here we go. Today in Freak Show history. I think we might have an answer to MapQuest, Bob. Natalie tweets here, we have to use MapQuest for work to show mileage before our travel gets approved. It's horrible. What are we doing? What, they don't trust you? You guys show MapQuest miles? Oh, my God. Shouldn't there be, like, an app for that on your phone? Like, there is, right? But that's not relevant to our building. (laughs) Like, there's nobody going on mileage trips here. There's... My God! <laughs> You're all right over there, man. Just normal office crap! <laughs> MapQuest rage got you today, Map huh? MapQuest? Who? I didn't even know it was still a real thing. <laughs> all right. Today in Freak Show history, we take you back a couple years. MapQuest! There, <laughs> <laughs> there was a car crash in, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. No big deal, right? But it was the eyewitness to the car crash that made our show. Well, cars crash at the intersection. One of the cars slams into a power pole. To better understand what happened, let's listen in to George Lindell. He was driving one of the cars involved in the collision that brought down those power poles. He tells the story in a way that no one else can. He tells the story in a way no one else can. What a setup. Here is the crazy Phoenix car crash guy. I was just minding my own business. Bam! Hit me hard right from the back. I was glued to my seat. I was like, Whoa! I could see the car in front of me. I was about to hit him, so I kind of veered off this way. As I veered off this way, the guy who hit me veered off that other way, and he hit the curb. Best best car crash description yeah. ever happening right here. I was like, boom! Flipped over, rolled over, run into the electrical pole, and I didn't know he hit the pole. All of a sudden, I kind of stopped, and I was like, whoa! And the, yeah. the wires come down. <laughs> boom! And then arc, arc, bam! That fire was coming everywhere. It was arcing, sparking, blowing up. Arcing, sparking, blowing up! Arkin's parking blown up. I saw one arc go from the corner of my van up to the car behind me. It was like a big rainbow. Boom! It was coming up. Boom! Boom! And I was like, yeah! So I, I opened up my door and didn't touch no metal. It was like big rainbows. Like, yeah! Boom! 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 boom. Arkin's parking blown up. And as I come up, I started to touch the top, and a little spark jumped up. I was like, whoa! Ah. I, I stepped out rest of the way. Lucky I didn't get burned more. That's unreal. So, crazy. Oh, it was crazy, dude. Uh, that was crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Love the reporter. After all that, he's just like, pretty crazy. Uh, you think? <laughs> pretty crazy, dude. I was just sitting there, and I was like, oh. Ah! <laughs> Reality hits you hard, bro. <laughs> Reality hits you hard, bro. What that day? Arc and spark and blowing up. Reality hits you hard, bro. Reality hits you hard, bro. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 KISS, it's the Morning Freak Show. Uh, With all the bad that's going on in the world, we wanted to shed some light on some good. So uh, if you know a student that's doing good in their school or in their community, uh, they could really be doing anything. Uh, We want to give them $2,500 in a pep rally hosted by me and Bob at their school. It's the Mikey and Bob Spectacular Super Special Standout Student Award. Brought to us by uh, UPMC. So you can nominate a student. You uh-huh. can be a, a parent. You can be a teacher. You can be an administrator. Uh, you, too, could be a student. If one of your friends is doing something awesome in, in school or just in the community, maybe they do an after-school program, uh, volunteer their time, and they could use $2,500 to help with whatever they're doing. 
Uh, you can nominate him. It's the Mikey and Bob Spectacular Super Special Standout Student Award brought to, by, uh, brought to you by UPMC. And let's, uh, let's show some kids in the area that doing good is a good thing. And uh, we'll get him some money in a pep rally. How yeah. about that? Yeah, it's nice. Uh, 961kiss.com to nominate a student today. Hey. What? Penguins hockey's happening tonight. I mean, like real hockey. I wouldn't say it's real hockey, but it's it's, it's preseason. It's hockey. close. It's close to Pre- real hockey. Okay, there will be guys wearing Penguins jerseys playing another team wearing other jerseys tonight. It's a real thing that's happening. Uh, the uh, the Penguins' first preseason game is tonight at uh, at Buffalo. I don't know if that means like Sid and Gino and everybody play. Um, you know. NHL preseason is kind of weird. Sometimes there will be guys, you know, more than half the roster will be filled with guys who won't even play, uh, start the season no, tonight uh, with the Penguins. They're playing Buffalo at Penn State. Oh, is it Penn State? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's fun. At their ice arena out in Penn State. Okay. I didn't know they were actually doing that. I'm looking at the... Uh, I got to be honest. I don't really know who's on the Penguins right now, other than like the main guys. I feel like at the end of last season, there were just so many weird trades made where I'm just like, oh, that dude's gone, and who's this guy that's coming in? Wow, like We've had so the... many of those happen yeah. recently that I'm not really sure I have a handle who's on the Penguins right now. <laughs> like I... I will. I will eventually, but now I don't really have a clue. Not tonight. No. Tonight's <laughs> not your night. They're sending a bunch of guys I have no clue. Oh, There's right. a couple names in there I know, but I... Hey, listen, though. Hot He's happening tonight. Uh, Penn State, Penguins versus the uh, Sabres. The first home preseason game is actually Thursday against Columbus. So that's fun. Hey, a little tickle of hockey back in our lives. Tickle, tickle, what's that? It's hockey time. Uh, Antonio Brown's um, accuser, Brittany Taylor, who has accused Antonio Brown of uh, sexual assault, is slated to meet with NFL investigators today. Sources said that neither the Patriots nor the NFL knew of the coming charges against Antonio Brown prior to his signing in New England. And the Patriots, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL, uh, he reported that the Patriots said they wouldn't have signed Antonio Brown if they'd known about the uh, civil lawsuit that was filed one day after his contract was signed. But they say that uh, firing a player based solely on uninvestigated and uncorroborated civil allegations would set a horrible precedent for the Patriots and other sports organizations. So that's fun. So they said that basically, yeah, if we would have known this, we would have never dealt with it. But now that that we're here, we're too far into it. Like, really? I'm pretty sure you could just say at this point, you know what? No. And get rid of them. Like that, like that. Twenty-four hours that he was signed for made such a big deal, you know? Right? Yeah. Like, but... like he was he was such a big part of the organization that they couldn't have just been like, you know what? Never mind. We're good here. And we let him play on Sunday. So. Uh, there was another uh, report that said there was another football player, a rookie, who was in the house when Taylor alleges an incident took place. The lawsuit says, and Mike Florio on Sunday Night Football last night on NBC that it is likely Ravens rookie wide receiver Marquise Brown who is the witness and who was his cousin. Uh, Marquise didn't do anything or anything. He's just a witness to one of the incidents, apparently, according to uh, that report. So we'll see where that all plays out. I don't know. It's just crazy that the Patriots are like, yeah, if we would have known this, we wouldn't have even dealt with it. But now that we're here, like, it's not going away <laughs> anytime soon, right? No, no. 
And this uh, this whole investigation, I guess, has been going on for months because some people were accusing her of, oh, week one, here she comes out with this. Right. No, it's been in the works for months. But the Patriots didn't know. Nobody knew. No, it didn't become public until he uh, basically signed with the Patriots. So uh, she's meeting with NFL investigators today. We'll see how that goes. Uh, here at home, though, the Steelers are 0-2. That sucks. They lose to the Seahawks in the second game of the season, the home opener. The Steelers lose uh, the home opener 28-26 to to the Seahawks. They start the season 0-2, and then you already knew where we were going. Straight to the Steelers Facebook comment. There we go. We are going to a very deep, dark place on the Internet. It's time for 96.1 KISS Facebook comments. All right, Facebook comments brought to us by uh, Pittsburgh Auto Depot. These are Steelers Facebook comments after they uh, start 0-2, losing the home opener to the Seahawks. Uh, Don G, let's face it, the season is over. Retire Ben, fire Tomlin, fire Colbert. Time to start fresh. You won't be lonely, so you won't be lonely, so you won't be lonely, so you won't be lonely, and I'm in a football, and I'm in a Steeler football, there it goes, get rid of everybody, start it all over. Uh, we'll go here with Kyle G. Looks like it's just about time for Ben to get on with his life's work and become a professional competitive eater. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on, Kyle. God, man. <laughs> Do we know Ben has that side to him? I don't know. I don't know if he has information. I don't know. <laughs> Danny C., nice pickup in Monqueef. He looks great out there. Yeah. No clue why the Jaguars didn't want Mon- this guy. Yeah, that's a Monqueef. Monqueef. <laughs> oh, God, it's going to stick, isn't it? <laughs> The wide receiver's name is Dante Moncrief. I don't know why Danny typed Moncrief. That's not his name. It's not Moncrief. Belling error. Is it Moncrief? Have we been saying it wrong? I mean, he's new. I oh no. I think it's Moncrief. He's dropped a lot of balls, but I'm pretty sure he's Moncrief, not Moncrief. <laughs> Joey B. If Moncrief is on the team next week, I'm selling my season tickets. Uh, no, you're Come not. Come on, Joey. No, you're not. Oh, oh damn! damn! You won't be lonely. Get Moncrief out of here! You won't be lonely. I'll sell these seats! Sell them all! You won't be lonely. So you won't be lonely. And I'm in a Steeler football. And I'm in a Steeler football. Get Moncrief out of here! Selling the tickets? No, I mean, no, you're not. Uh, let's go with Michael D here. Ben looks uninterested. Never wished an injury on one of our players, but it could be a blessing in disguise. Rudolph looked fantastic. He's going to be dangerous, kind of like Ben eight years ago. This season will be a rebuild with tons of young talent. Tomlin, Butler, Ben won't be around next year. Uh, Colbert, too. Future <laughs> looks bright with the new regime. Here we go. All right. So done with this season. Done with Ben, the entire front office, the coach. But listen, Michael's already excited for the future of the Steelers. I like that he shined the turd to start out with. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, this is going to be great. Yeah. Listen to what I'm going to do. Everybody's fired. But, hey, once everybody's gone, eh, we're not looking too bad. <laughs> uh, John S. here. These are Steelers' Facebook comments after they start the season 0-2. You have to start Rudolph from here on out. Ben was totally unprepared for this season and owes an apology to the city. I'm Okay, yeah. 
Not having Bell and really Brown boss. for Ben to rely on has exposed him as a weak link this year as a bust, but with Rudolph at quarterback, we have a great future moving forward. <laughs> okay. He wants a Ben apology? Mason Rudolph needs to have one game where he throws two interceptions, and everybody, oh. we're done with that. Oh, then, right? boy. <laughs> Things I, will get nasty. Right now, though, it's just like, whoa, we don't need Ben back. Right now, he's the shiny new thing. All right, let's go with Michael S. here. Fire Tomlin, fire Colbert, cut <laughs> Moncrief. Why did y'all release Skipper? Dude had heart. Something this team is missing. Chris L., same thing every year. Lots of promise, lots of letdown. Tom D., plain and simple. Been a Steelers fan for 35 years. Hell yeah. This team's not good enough. Oh Without boy. Brown and Bell, Connor's not the answer. Ben's 38. He probably has pain like he's 68. Jim L., is it October yet? Save us, Penguins. Santiago M, party on Steeler Nation. Eight and eight or eighteen and zero. Mexico's always represent black and gold. Tijuana tailgate season. Coach Tomlin kick ass. Mexican fans the best. Mexican Steeler fans are the best. Are just ride or die. They're the, the greatest. Uh, Chris asks, how in the hell did Moncrief make this team, and why is he still on the team? Are we trying to suck for a draft pick or something? No fans have picked up on. <laughs> And we'll end here with Linda asks again. Steelers Facebook comments after they start the season 0-2. Linda. Linda asks, didn't know my Steelers have a Mason. I have a grandbaby named Mason, too. Go Steelers. Somebody come get your grandma. Always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. It's time for another Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. It happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. All right, always weird things happening in Florida. Getting mad and throwing raw meat at people or their things. Uh, getting mad and... Th- is that how that story just started? Getting mad and throwing <laughs> raw meat at yeah. people or yeah, their yeah. things? Getting mad and throwing raw meat at people or their things okay. can get you arrested. That's terrible. All right. That's what deputies say this guy, Patrick Little, is accused of. They oh, say God. for some reason he threw a bunch of ground raw hamburger meat Ooh. at a man's car in an attempt to damage it. Why? Well, I could have told you this. However, the victim Why? was able to wash the meat off without a problem. Oh, Still, no. deputies, they weren't amused by this, and Little was charged with disorderly conduct. Hmm. Hmm. All right. He can't so, just be out on these streets tossing that meat. Uh, so he tossed the meat, and then the victim had to, to wash the meat. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, after it was on his car, you know. He's like, well, what do I what do I do now? And the officer's probably just like, listen, man, I don't know, we'll try to catch the guy, but you I mean you gotta wash your meat. Like is right that now. a setting on the drive through car wash? You know, they have like bug, <laughs> like debugger and like tire shine. Meat wash? Is meat wash a setting? I'm talking Ooh Damn Someone threw raw meat. I'm my vehicle, girl. Oh, hell no. Now you know what I gotta do. What's that? Just one thing. Huh. I gotta do a meat wash. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going through the car wash. Put the special setting on for raw meat. Oh, damn. I got chunks of raw meat on my hood. I got chunks of raw meat on my windshield. Oh. Chunks of raw meat on my tires. Oh, oh, damn. I need a meat wash, girl. Meat wash, girl. What's your raw meat on my vehicle? 
because some crazy ass Florida guy started throwing raw meat. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's great. Aw, oh, damn. Down in Florida, mm-hmm. car covered in raw meat. Why? <laughs> Florida. It's <just> Florida. <laughs> Florida making the show once again. Uh, Adam Schefter from ESPN just tweeted about Ben Roethlisberger, who, of course, injured his elbow in the loss against the Seahawks, missed the whole second half. Adam Schefter tweeting out, a decision is expected today on whether Ben Roethlisberger will need elbow surgery, according to league sources. Uh, Ben wants to avoid it at all costs, but ultimately doctors will decide whether that's possible. All right. I mean, we don't really learn anything from that. He's getting an MRI today, and uh, I guess that'll show whether he needs elbow surgery, surgery or not. Yeah. Yeah. If if Ben needs elbow surgery, I like... imagine that being it, right? He's, thir- what, 38? Yeah. I imagine that being all. I don't even know how Ben's still playing, to be honest. Like, like he's our age. I would have tapped out so long ago with all the money he's made. <laughs> you know? I would have been like, I got, I got young kids now. I just want to stay at home. I have enough money for... My kids, their kids, kids, their kids, kids, kids. I don't know. It's just is it worth it if he needs elbow surgery to try some sort of comeback? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't know. If he needs some sort of major elbow surgery that takes him out for an extended period of time or out for the year, is that it? I don't know. I guess that's probably up to Ben and his family, but um, you know, it would be a good out though, wouldn't it? Like, cause nobody. If Ben needed some sort of crazy elbow surgery that either ends his season or ends his career, and wow, we are way premature talking about this because he could play next week. Who knows, right? <laughs> like, but that's going to be the talk today. Is just like, is Ben done? Is it over now? If if he needs elbow surgery, right? There's a big MRI here, you know. <laughs> but he could play for San Francisco because nobody knows really how bad his uh, his elbow is. But. Let's go with the, the scenario that it is elbow surgery uh, and he doesn't get to play for the rest of the season and he doesn't come back. Not a bad way to, you know, it didn't really taint his career legacy to go out hurt. You know, you can never say, well, he really completely fell off. You no, know? played to the end. Yeah. You know, it was never like he got uh traded around to different teams and he's like one more shot at that point it'd be like he battled till his body you know didn't work yeah i that would be the story if if it was all done here but then again he could play next week for san francisco (laughs) uh i guess we'll all uh find out mason rudolph though you know he looked he, he looked pretty good in his uh his first real duty in an NFL game, Mason Rudolph throwing for two touchdowns, one interception, but it wasn't his fault. It was Monqueef. <laughs> <laughs> I hit Bob with the Dante Monqueef right, <laughs> right as he was taking a drink of coffee. <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wrong. Wrong hole. <laughs> Oh. Wrong hole. 
Uh, so Mason Rudolph, you know, he looked okay. Uh, here was Mason Rudolph after the uh, loss, talking about having to go in the game. You gotta be prepared for those, you know, those situations whenever, whenever your your numbers called. And uh... sounds like a quarterback, doesn't he? Like I, I don't know what a quarterback sounds like, but when I hear Mason Rudolph, I can say he sounds like he could be a quarterback, right? Doesn't he? Yeah. He has yeah. that kind of voice where you could say that sounds like an NFL quarterback. You gotta maybe. be prepared for those, you know, those situations yeah. where, whenever your your numbers called. And uh... that's an NFL. NFL quarterback yeah, right there. Yeah, I thought I was ready. I you know, had, had a really good feel for our game plan and what we had worked on all week. And oh, it, was, it was good to get that Wednesday practice in. Woo, talking about game plans? Come on. That I kind of look forward to getting when, you, when, when you're in the backup spot. So I felt you know, I had a lot of reps this week and um, didn't feel like I you know, was unprepared by any means. I wasn't trying to do anything fancy or special, just trying to be, you know, be who I am and, and uh, you know, communicate uh, clearly. All right, a couple things. Like, it's uh, not rehearsed, but every quarterback sounds like that. Right, yes. He's very good at the quarterback speak of non-speak, where he's saying things but not really saying things. But a couple things. He sounds like a quarterback, right? But also, he sounds nervous, like he's talking too fast, like he doesn't know where to take his breaths, Right. Like he, he's talking really fast. All right, here was Mason Rudolph after the loss talking about, uh, you know, is he ready if Ben is out for an extended period of time? You know, we have no idea moving forward. But, uh, no, I, I'm completely confident. I've always been confident in myself and, uh, you know, being the leader of a team and, and uh, winning games. And that's what it all kind of comes down to. So if that's the case, I'll, I'll be ready to roll. Oh, man, Mason Uh-oh. Rudolph is ready to roll. Uh-oh. Uh, Mason Rudolph was asked, uh, did it kind of help to have Ben go out right before halftime? So we had halftime to uh, prepare for the second half. Well, yeah, that's uh, hypothetical. You know, I don't know. I, I think. Um, All right, he's nervous. All right, he's shaking a little bit, right? This is his first big press conference after some uh-huh. NFL action. The team loses. Uh, did it help him to have that halftime? He kind of stumbles into this. Well, yeah, that's uh, hypothetical. You know, I don't know. I, I think. Um, yep. You know, any you know, yeah, it it does help, but uh, I, I I wouldn't have you know wouldn't have mattered if it would have been you know middle of a play in the first half. So hey, yeah. he'll get it together. It's his first big press conference. You know, he's just gotta he's got take it take a breath. You know, and just he's getting a little too excited is what it is. Uh, Mason Rudolph asked uh, how he will prepare for this week. Great question. Uh, he's gonna say I'm gonna practice with a clown wig on. He's gonna do the same thing as he does every week. <laughs> Like, do we need to, we, we know what he's going to do. He's, well, I always prepare to be, you know, the starter anyway. I'm going to prepare, right? Like, what do you think he's going to do different? So here is Mason Rudolph, how he's going to prepare for this week, not knowing the status of Ben Rothenberger. Uh, same way I did last week. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk as an offensive staff and figure out, yeah. you know, what, what's uh, Ben's situation. And then, uh, you know, obviously the, the reps practice might change, but my approach w- won't change and just the diligence and the kind of the routine I have in week. And I've, tr- I've always, you know, believed in preparing like I was a starter, you know, if I was or not. And that's been through college and in the, in the last two years. So that's how I'll approach it. All right. Mason Rudolph is the, uh, maybe the savior now. Uh, Opal just tweets here. I thought you said Monqueef. Oh no, she hold on. I read hold on. I read I read the tweet wrong. She thought I called Dante Moncrief Momqueef. No. no. We don't need to do that. Are we done with this segment or I did not call him Momqueef. Know what that is? Like, I screw up talking every now and then, but no. I did not call Steelers wide receiver Dante Momqueen. 
<laughs> All right, so we'll find out, uh, I guess, maybe today what happens with uh, with Ben as he has an MRI on his uh, elbow. Did you see what happened in the Pirates <laughs> this weekend? No, I okay. actually have no clue what happened to the Pirates. They got okay, swept, well, right? Uh, yeah, oh, they got swept, but it was bad. Listen, here's the worst thing that the, Pir- that the Pirates have going for them right now. Nobody's even really angry. No, it's, no, it's past it's, that as point. A, as a pro sports franchise, it's the worst thing that could happen. Like, you want your fans to be passionate, whether it's good or bad. You want them to be upset. Like, the Steelers right now, like, fans are upset, and they're passionate, and they want the team to get turned around after their own, too. Pirates fans right now, like, you look at that team, it's like, eh, I just don't even care if they win or lose. Like, it's gotten to that point where you just you just don't care about the team and what's happening. Uh, Friday they lost to the Cubs seventeen to eight. Saturday they lost fourteen to one. Sunday they lost sixteen to six. The Cubs hit wow. fourteen home runs this weekend. The Pirates didn't hit any. The Chicago Cubs scored forty seven runs in three games. It's tied for the most runs in a three game series in the modern era since like nineteen hundred. <laughs> All right, let's talk about a golden toilet seat now. Uh, Somebody tried to steal, or they did steal, a $1 million golden toilet seat. How is that a thing? What is the backstory here? Thieves in the U.K. take off with a solid gold toilet. All right, this is in the U.K. It is worth more than a million dollars. Over a million dollars. How and why is there a golden toilet seat? And it was stolen from the Blenheim Palace, the birthplace of Winston Churchill. All right, so did Winston Churchill have a golden toilet seat? Is that what I'm getting Dude, at it's here? it's a pure gold toilet. Right. It's it's a golden toilet. Yeah. 24 karat gold. Yeah. It's a heavy, regular toilet. <laughs> it's, it's in the birthplace of Winston Churchill for whatever reason. Officers say that the toilet was taken yesterday and the thieves used at least two cars. They apparently <laughs> left a mess. I mean, this is this this is like a heist movie ready to be made, right? I mean, it was... Like, is this the next Oceans movie? I don't even know what Oceans were on. Are Oceans, we on, like, 14? Golden Toilet? Are we on, like, 14 or something? Actually, they should just make it Oceans number two. <laughs> Let's take it all back. I don't know what that means. That means really vague based on the subject matter. They should stay vague on this story. (laughs) The toilet was functional, and it caused a major flood inside the historic palace. And police have arrested one man, but they are looking for another suspect. The toilet had been installed for an exhibition earlier this week. All right, hold on. I have a big question here, which I'm sure all of you are thinking, too. Why was that toilet functional? Dude, it was in. It was in and, like, fully I know, it was hooked to plumbing. Yeah. Why? I don't know. If you have a golden toilet that's worth over a million dollars, don't you just have to don't you have to take it away from the bathroom and unhook it and display it somewhere else? How is it fully functional? What if somebody doesn't even realize that it's a million dollar actual pure gold toilet? What if, up. what if somebody blows that toilet up? I'm not talking with like a bomb or anything, but like, what if somebody's got to go real bad and they're like, oh my God, I can't find the toilet around here. Oh, go in the gold one. I know it's not real gold. You know, and they just destroy poor Winston Churchill's million dollar <laughs> golden toilet. So I guess they're still looking for it. Yeah, there's one guy still on the run. Well, at least one. What are you going to do with a million-dollar golden toilet seat, though? You can't melt the gold down, right? You can't do that. You can't do that. But who, like, what sort of crime organization or somebody out there that is looking for a million-dollar golden toilet seat? Who's looking for that product? 
Or maybe somebody... Just some UK rapper wearing it. <laughs> wearing it as like Toilet a chain. Toilet around his chain. Uh, now, for the 141st straight show, <laughs> it is time for a story involving a naked person. Here we go. Whoa! Whoa! It happened again! Whoa! Someone decided to, to get, get naked. naked! It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Uh, we have a guy just naked wearing red boots. This happened in Michigan. Macomb County law enforcement is on the lookout for a naked nuisance. Police from at least two communities say calls came in for a man seen wearing nothing but a pair of red boots. may seem like a funny story, but authorities are not laughing. Listen, I get it. I understand why this story might make some folks giggle. A naked man is standing at the corner of Van Dyke and Hall Road wearing only red boots on Friday the 13th on a rare full moon. All right, so this was Friday the 13th. This was a full moon. You think that had anything to do with it? <laughs> no. I, I didn't see any naked guys. <laughs> no. I don't think there was some sort of, like, higher power. Was or... there a naked 5K that we missed out on? Or <laughs> I don't know. Friday the 13th, a full moon. I did not think that caused people to get naked, but apparently... This guy in Michigan, uh, totally different. He did get naked. I mean, the jokes write themselves. But calling this a busy intersection is an understatement. And that's why police and parents yeah. are taking this incident pretty seriously. Yeah, I just wanted to show off a little bit, right? What's going on with this guy? Is he psychologically disturbed? Police received several calls about the man, but by the time they got here, he was already gone. All right, so they still haven't caught the guy who was completely naked at a busy intersection wearing nothing but red On the move, on yeah. The list, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of weird stuff going on these days. Police started searching the area and nearby parks. And Utica police are working this case, trying to track this man down. They're checking different businesses nearby to see if any surveillance videos could help them get a little more information. So they still haven't found the guy, and uh, they had two police departments uh, looking for him. Still haven't found him. Just a naked guy wearing red boots. No reason other than uh, this past Friday was Friday the 13th. That's when it happened. It was a full moon out. <laughs> I don't Maybe know. it was like a fun run or something that wasn't advertised. Okay, did he organize it himself? Yeah, though? one man, one mile fun run. I don't know if that's a thing. A one man naked fun run. Is it for some sort of charity or is it just, what is it? Friday the 13th, when the next full moon, we're doing a one man nude fun run. <laughs> In honor of the gods. I don't what is that? Uh it's a naked person making the yep. show once again is what it is. The Mikey and Bob Podcast. Uh Beyonce's on tonight. There's a Beyonce special, uh 10 p.m. on ABC, making the gift. It'll show the uh behind the scenes creative process that went into making the gift, the soundtrack that she did for the uh uh, Lion King live action remake. So like uh Jay-Z, her, Childish Gambino, Pharrell, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Blue Ivy, so it'll be kind of like a uh, behind the scenes of that. Oh, so they're filming all that. Yeah, I like. I love that album, man. That album was underrated. I loved that Beyonce Lion King album. You see, Wiz Khalifa is going to be in this new Apple TV series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, new Apple TV series that comes out November first on Apple TV Plus called uh, Dickinson. Haley Steinfeld plays a young Emily Dickinson, uh, the poet, right? Famous poet. Uh, so it'll be a spin on life in the 1800s where they a popular hip hop score in parallels the current pop culture. All right. Uh, Wiz Khalifa has uh, been cast in the series as death. 
Like, <laughs> okay. when, is that whenever something bad happens? Like, was his death? Like, he comes into the yeah. scene? Like, I saw pictures of him. He's just dressed in all black and wears little glasses with the top hat. <laughs> is Would Wiz Khalifa be a good death? I don't know. I mean, 1800s death, so he's wearing, like, a top hat kind of, you know. I don't know. I'm sure he'll be fine in it. I just, when I think of... um. Uh, spin on life in the 1800s in the, the the series is called Dickinson about a young poet Emily Dickinson. It's supposed to be a comedy. Is that what it, it's supposed to be a comedy? <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be a comedy. Maybe maybe death is high. Maybe oh, d- death is definitely high. Death is definitely high. <laughs> the lady who I think wrote and produced it uh-huh. sent some sort of tweet out, and I'm going to botch this, but. Like, when death comes, the, the horses are, like, made out of, like, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so she sent a tweet out just like, you know, Wiz thought it was really funny that the horses were made out of smoke. He said something like, as they should be or something. I don't know. Uh, Wiz Khalifa playing death in a new series called Dickinson. Look out for that. It'll be coming in November to uh, Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, it is a crappy Monday here in Pittsburgh because the Steelers lost to the Seahawks in the home opener 28-26. They are 0-2. To uh, start the season, here was Cam Hayward on the loss. Missed opportunities. Um, you know, I took the I took the, our hats to Seattle. Um, there was a lot of self-inflicted wounds, um, and everybody's responsible, including myself. You know, we gotta even finish, um, and that's the disheartening part about it. I feel like Cam Hayward takes losses really hard. Oh yeah, right? oh yeah. Uh, here's David DeCastro on Mason Rudolph's performance. Yeah, himself really well. I was really, really, really impressed. Really proud of him. How he came in ready to go. Um, knew the playbook had a big command. You know, was mixing the cadences too. So, uh, you know, that was impressive. I wish he could have got a win for him. Uh, Mason Rudolph seems capable. I think that's what we can all say together right now. It's not just like, well, the future is now, and Ben based, doesn't need to come back. Hey, based on the two quarters he played, he's ca- he's a capable quarterback. Right? He seemed okay. He seems okay. It seems like all right. Maybe if. Ben has to be out for a long time, or maybe if he gets some sort of elbow surgery where he doesn't even come back, maybe we won't need to draft enough. Maybe this guy's good enough to be the guy. Maybe. 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 Uh, Vance McDonald caught two touchdowns uh, in the Steelers' loss. Here was Vance McDonald talking about, uh, you know, what kind of happens if Ben's going to be out for a longer time. We and Mason have very similar uh, play styles, obviously. With the experience that we'll be missing with from him, it'll be different. But uh, it's going to be hard for him to, you know, not have football if he's not in here next week. And so, uh, but it'll be something that I know a lot of guys, you know, will look forward to, you know, coming alongside of him and embracing him and being with him. So, all right, let's get to some of the defense now. Here was uh, Stefan Tuitt on starting 0 and 2. Um, I think you know, it's 14 games left to play, and um, we're going to take it every game at a time. Whoa! 14 games left. Take it every game at a time. Uh uh-uh, uh, to it. Did you read the Facebook comments? Come on, it's man. Over, guy. We played with two really good football teams, <laughs> um, two Super Bowl winning football teams, and you know, we came short. And, you know, we got to get ready to practice this upcoming week and get ready for our next opponent. Come on, man. 14 games Everybody left. Everybody knows you, uh-huh. won, you won those Super Bowls with Cowards players, anyways. Season's over, man. Season ended yesterday. Uh, here's Terrell Edmonds talking about that uh, pass interference call that they reviewed. Regardless, honestly, whatever I, I think about the play. Uh, they made the call, so I just got to live with that. I got to live with they made the call, and then I got to make the play down there in the end zone on, on DK. By the way, the NFL, I know, put that like uh, reviewable pass interference rule in this year because of how the Saints-Rams NFC title game went. 
After two weeks, that that new rule does not seem like fun, doesn't it? No. Uh-uh. Uh, here is Joe Hayden talking about pass interference. I mean, a lot of the rules aren't favorable to us. You know, it's the offensive league, but we just got to adapt, try to play to the rules, and try to uh, not let it happen. Um, but it's just some, some little plays that we need here and there. We got to make them at the end of the game. Then why not? Let's throw in Bud Dupree. Who wants to hear from Bud Dupree? Me. No. I do. Do you? No. All right. Well, I, I do. I do. All I right. Do. Bud Dupree. No, it's on us. No, we got to take our swallow our pride. Um, move on. You know, we got to keep getting better. We have a lot of opportunities to make plays. You know, but uh, at the end of the day, if we don't make them, you know, it's only on us. It's not. It's not on any scheme. It's not on the coaches. On us. And uh, games like this, you know, from okay. last week to this week, felt we played a little bit better, but All we right. didn't get the job done. And wrap it up. Day, no, we got to start um, helping offense out and win games. That was, I'm sorry. It went too long. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, really, did we need to hear from Bud Dupree? No, we're good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to apologize for everybody for bringing up Bud Dupree's thoughts on the game, okay? What is it? I like Cam was okay. I think the Cam Castro, was nice and sweet. Yeah, I think hearing sweet. from like Terrell Edmonds and Joe Hayden on the pass interference okay. There was no need for us to play Bud Dupree this morning. I want to apologize to everybody, okay? Uh, listen. Unless something crazy happens, I'm putting a Bud Dupree ban. All right? <laughs> Listen, he hasn't really done anything. He hasn't done anything, he hasn't done anything really good or bad yet. This, I'm just saying we don't need to hear Bud, from Bud Dupree for the rest of the year. Okay? Uh, it Chapter 2, number one at the box office again this weekend. Made about $40 million. But surprisingly, the, uh, the J-Lo Cardi B movie, yeah. uh, Hustlers, like yeah. the strip club movie, made just over $33 million. Did a lot better than uh, people expected, so. That's like uh, Lady Magic Mike, right? Uh, Basically. Late, you mean like the other way around, like men would want to go see that? Yeah, no, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think that was more of a female empowerment movie, you know? I think that was a Get Them Dollars movie. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, guys aren't going to see Hustlers because it's just hot women stripping. No, I don't think so. I don't think there is a... <laughs> Guys will wait for that until it's on at home. Yes, exactly. That's one that guys will not go to the theater to see. It's one that they'll wait out and yeah, wait till yeah, that yeah. one's on demand or Netflix or something. Uh, there's a new report from Deadline that suggested that Robert Downey Jr. will be coming back uh, to play Tony Stark, to play Iron Man. Yes. Uh, why are you doing praise hands? <laughs> yes. Let it happen. Couldn't you kind of see this coming if this is all true? Uh, they suggested that he'll be back to play Tony Stark in the Scarlett Johansson up uh, upcoming Black Widow prequel. Mm-hmm. So Iron Man's dead. We know that, right? And Tony Stark's dead. Uh, but I guess they're saying Robert Downey will be seen as Tony Stark uh, one more time at least in the Black Widow movie in May 2020. Yeah, like they can still roll out Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man in sort of flashbacks and prequels. Right. Like, he just doesn't have to make any of the new, new movies. He, he doesn't have forever. to be like, oh, really? I got to do another Avengers movie? So he can just make, you know, he can be in an, uh, another Avengers movie or something like that. They just got to throw him in his flashbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you're good to go. So I guess the report is he could be in the Black Widow prequel that comes out uh, next year. By the way, speaking of the Avengers... We now take you to Mississippi. All right, well, he's no superhero, but police in Clarksdale, Mississippi, booked a guy for wearing a Captain America costume. All right, we have Captain America, man. Uh, it, has, uh, it has the fake muscles in the costume, too. <laughs> it's what, yes, it's not just like a shirt 
right? It is it is the Captain Full America spandex. Halloween costume that does have the <laughs> fake muscles. Yeah. He was caught breaking into the backyard of a shed of a former Marine who held this guy at gunpoint. All right, why are you breaking into a shed in a Captain America costume? You're not getting anything out of that shed. What's in the shed? Until police arrive. Yeah. Now he's the real superhero. In addition to the Captain America suit, police say the crook was also wearing a pair of fairy wings. Maybe he wanted to make a quick getaway. All right. Was he on drugs? Uh, I would think so. I I, I I don't even need to confirm or look. I'm just going to say yes. All right. So he's in a full Captain America suit with the fake, uh, you know, soft muscles. And he had fairy wings on? Yeah. yeah. All right. Why fairy wings? I I don't know why Captain America, but if you're if you're going to rob somebody's shed in a Captain America costume, why add fairy wings to that mix, right? Why add that? Gotta be drugs. It's gotta be. And I feel like if you're gonna burglarize somebody's shed, right? Like dress in all black, do it at nighttime so nobody sees you. Somebody is definitely going to know. If Captain America with wings on with freaking fairy wings is robbing their shed. So this guy was arrested. Captain America with fairy wings burglarizing a shed. I'm a sucker for you. Mikey and Bob 96 one kiss. It's the morning freak show. Uh, maybe there will be an answer today on uh, Ben's MRI on his elbow. See if that's a thing. They got a burp. Let it out. It's like stuck though. Like it's like right in the back of my throat. And I just it was just I don't know what that was. Oh, I got a sneeze. <laughs> coming out. Anything of, else? <laughs> coming one, out. One, of one left. <laughs> I imagine if there's something uh, wrong with Ben's elbow for real, like we'll hear about it today. Yeah. Right. Like they'll they'll do. They the just surgery won't mess and, around with yeah, it. They'll yeah, get yeah. the surgery done. You think? And maybe hope he can come back this season or something like that. Probably. Well, we'll see. Who knows? Being that I'm a team doctor, I mean. I, uh, <laughs> well, I, I figured. I'm sitting over here telling you, it's like, yeah, you know, we're gonna. I would it. think he gets an MRI today. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, the report earlier was that uh, Ben wants to uh, avoid surgery at all costs. But I mean, if your elbow is all destroyed inside and you got things all torn up. And you can't really throw a football that good. You know, you don't really have a choice. And you got to uh, you got to get surgery. So, we'll see. You think there will be Ben Roethlisberger surgery Facebook comments for us? <laughs> Probably. Probably, right, yeah. Probably. Yeah. By the way, did you see what happened over the weekend, man? Huh. To my boy, Ash? Oh, you didn't see that? No. Ash Ketchum? In the latest episode of Pokemon Sun and Moon, oh boy. Ash Ketchum, right, who's the guy in Pokemon, finally won the uh, an official Pokemon League tournament. It's been like 20 years, man. He's never like officially won. How's he never a won? Po- hey, I don't know. He gets he he does good and everything like He's that. He's that dude. I just unplugged my mouse. He's that dude though. I just unplugged my mouth. I don't know what to tell you. How do you plug it back in? Well, I can't I can't do anything. I gotta go under. I here. can run it over here. What do you need me to do? Oh, hold on. Do I said play? Oh, if I play it goes to Seacrest right now. Hold on, I think I got it. Yeah, jiggle it a little bit. Give a couple jiggles down there. Oh, hold on. Oh, just under the desk right now. What are you doing? I think I got it. Does it work? Oh, we're back. Okay. We're back. We're back. Thank thank you, Jesus. So yeah, Ash uh, has never like won an official Pokemon League tournament. Won one over the weekend. Did you just get so excited over Pokemon that you like ripped the mouse out of? Oh, 
Let's do Ash Ketchum on his big uh, Pokemon League win. He's a Pokemon master now. Watch out. All right, what are we naming the podcast today before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, Big Ben Naked Cornfield. <laughs> okay. A lot going on, right? Yeah, Big Ben Naked Cornfield. Uh, freak Show question of the day. This will be around 530 with Tall Kathy. Question of the day today. A man was arrested over the weekend for throwing raw meat on the hood of a car in this state. It's Florida. It's Florida. Of course it was. It's Florida. So that'll be with Tall Kathy around 530. If you missed anything from the show today, uh, get caught up. Mikey and Bob podcast. Stream and download full episodes on the free iHeartRadio app. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Ryan Seacrest. It's on air with Ryan Seacrest. Okay, here we go. We're in it.